America. My name is Ami Osei Fimpong. I come to you live every Thursday about this time. And one of the reasons I do this show is because we screw up the way we talk about politics and the family. And, you know, I do a series of, of videos that try to make the case that it is the government's role to help parents raise the kids, not raise the kids themselves. Once again, if we want to do well by the children of these United States, you do it by helping the parents extend and fulfill their rights as parents with regard to their kids. We do it by strengthening families, not by direct aid to the children. Because if you actually determine the children's life by trying to go around the parent, you think, well, I'm helping children, I'm doing well. But actually you're infringing on the parent's rights, right? <clears throat> but in order to do that, we need to understand that family is itself a sphere of right. It's not something you do for the sake of some other good. It's something you do because it is itself an extension of freedom. And to, um, and to try to kind of leapfrog the family in order to help the child is trying to like leapfrog an election just to get uh, a candidate that you didn't like uh, that, that, that wasn't elected in office. And you're saying, well, you know, it's good for the nation that like blank and blank wins instead of the candidate that was voted. But actually part of what it is to be in the nation is to elect the official that actually serves, right? So you can't leapfrog the process, leapfrog the election in order to have the, um, the elected officer that you think would be best for the nation in the same way that you can't leapfrog the parents in order to have the quality of children who you think are best for the nation, All right? So what you do is if you actually care about the, the, the quality of children in the nation, which you should, you have to strengthen people's abil ability and cultural awareness to be good parents in the same way that if you want to strengthen the quality of our electoral um, officers and office holders, you need to actually strengthen the quality and the cultural richness of the electorate, not to shoehorn in some um, or authoritarian anoint some some boss, right? So I'm going to go in the argument uh, after we hit the opening. To the beach, Never change the ways for the world or the government If it was the president, then I would state facts You leave it up to me, I paint the White House black And it can feature in your front So what's very important is to understand The family is a form of freedom in itself That means when you participate as a family member You are participating in a form of freedom Just like when you buy something at the store you're participating in a form of civil freedom or when you buy or when you participate in politics either running for office or vote or something like that you're participating in a quality of political freedom when you uh take a case to court you're participating in a quality of legal freedom when you are participating in your family you're participating in a form of family freedom and insofar as the preamble of the constitution um uh, uh sets it forth to secure the blessings of freedom in general, it's set forth to secure the blessings of family freedom also. 
I mean, the big problem is that family freedom isn't articulated, isn't constitutionally protected in the same way, because, well, for a series of reasons. Um, I mean, employees weren't constitutionally protected until some say the 14th Amendment. So, like, not all freedoms are enumerated in the Constitution as they should be because of some oversights from our founders. But make no mistake, family is a form of freedom. And, and that means when, you know, parents discharge themselves as parents, they're doing so as an area of right. And if somebody else is telling them or is forcing them to raise their kid in a certain way, or is undermining their ability to raise their children in a certain way, or to have their marriage or family in a certain way, that needs to be understood as a possible um, transgression of the person's family rights. And this is something Democrats don't really get. Um, in general, Republicans get family and even religious freedom in ways that are better than Democrats understand it. They think that family freedom and religious freedom is a means to some other end, not just the end itself. And there's a way in which these freedoms have to be the end themselves. Um, yeah. And we have to support them as such and deal with, you know, family members as such who get to decide and get to have plans and realize their plans with regarding their family. And this is why I like the transphobia among the GOP is actually a pretty powerful candidate because, you know, the GOP can just point to Democrats and say like, look, these Democrats are so careless, they're going to make it so you don't have grandkids. They're going to turn your kid gay. Not, not just gay, they're going to turn your kid trans. Right? And he's saying that's ridiculous. But we all know that desires are socially constructed. Not 100%, but significantly so. So that, like, you know, if teachers spend all day telling your son how bad it is to be a boy and how good it is to be a girl over the course of years, you can't be surprised when that, you know, your son wants to be a girl. And then that, you know, that might screw up your ideas and your, your plans for your line, for your family, right? So and so far as... You know, people are scared of democratic grooming um, for, for the trans agenda. It's not, there's a principle that undergirds that fear, right? Um, and if we were just better about talking about family freedom in general, we would be better about talking about, like, the influences that can undermine that freedom in the family. Right. Um, and the, the, the ability to kind of craft your family as you see fit, along with your spouse, and like you get to do that. That's part of what it is to be, that is a form of self-determination. Just like you get to open the business you like, just like you get to, you know, participate in the politics the way you want to. These are all forms, differentiated forms of freedom. And they can kind of negate each other, which is why they have to be kind of mediated by a, a quality of legal freedom. But to pretend that the marketing we do in politics or the marketing we do in civil society can't affect 
the realization of freedom in the family by, you know, telling your kids that, um, you know, now they don't have to go to college because they were told by their school or they saw a commercial that says that college is unnecessary. That's screwing up your family freedom. Right? I mean, if it's just like one or two commercials, that's not that big of a deal. But if it's an incessant, like, public campaign to tell your kid not to go to college, then that's going to be a problem for family freedom insofar as it gets in the way of the parents actually setting a path for their family. And you can say that it's about the kid. It's about the kids. No, it's about the, the kid as participating in these different arenas. And one of them is the family. Right? And that should be about how that family wants to raise their kid. Right? So, um, yeah, we need to understand the family as a sphere, right? As not just something that exists for the sake of something other than the family, but actually something that exists so that the family can determine itself. Right? And, and you need to respect that. And you can't be surprised when people try to protect not just the existence of their family, got to feed my family, but try to um, protect their right to determine the way of life for that family. The way of life, not just the life, the way of life for that family. Right? Because that's where self-determination comes in. You can exist without being self-determined. Slaves existed. They weren't self-determined because they didn't decide their own way of life. They existed. They lived. But that was an other-determined life. So these external determinations that encroach upon the family or treat the family, treat your family as a means to their end are a problem. And so we need to actually think through how do we not only help how do we not only help family members, but how do we help families help themselves? Right? So, you know, I talk about the child tax credit was a step in the right direction. Um, you know, I think we should have a better cultural education around these issues in terms of in, in high school. Like, I think we need to get the divorce rates down, especially unilaterally divorced because that, that destabilizes not only the people's marriage who's um, yeah, uh, single party, no fault divorce. Like that, not only that not only destabilizes people's um, families who are in it, but also destabilizes the culture around families. Right. So, you know, I'm gonna do uh, I do a free game on Mondays, and I, I you know talk about families, and I think this this Monday I might talk about how to marry with an eye towards not being divorced, which is something that we don't talk about. And, you know, it screws up a lot of families. You know, my parents were divorced. Wasn't great for me. I'm not going to divorce my wife. Got a bunch of kids. They're going to grow up with a mother and a father, which is um, unfortunately more rare than it should be. And uh, who are both together in the home, which, which is unfortunately more rare than it should be. So I'm going to do a, do a, a video on that. But 
you know, for example, in terms of marketing that screws up the family, we can talk about, you know, my mom was marketed and she admits it now. Before, it didn't, it just kind of seemed like it was obviously true. But she was marketed in the 80s that um, you didn't need a man if you could afford to raise your kids without it. And sometimes things are easier if you don't have to, like, ask someone else's permission. Um, or deal with anybody else. So if you're bad at sharing power and you make your own money, then why don't you just divorce? Because that way you don't have to share power and you're not going to miss the money anyway. Uh, the kids will be fine. That was a story my mom was told. That was marketed to her. And just the mark, and, and then I think she went to, she told me she went to go see a therapist and the therapist told her the same thing. It would make her happy. And so she divorced my dad. And then, yeah, it did make her happy. She says, uh, yeah, they make it happy. But now she looks back, in retrospect, it might not have been the best thing for her kids. Yeah. And that's, um, and, uh, you know, and then I'm sure someone in the comments is going to say, what about abuse? What about abuse? You know, I don't listen to people when they talk about abuse because I, I think abuse is just something that women initiate divorce. Abuse is just something that people who aren't used to actually hard lives talk about as a way to just kind of get cultural sanction to get what they want. Uh, that wasn't, fighting isn't abuse. Abuse is, you know, you weren't tough enough to actually be in a family, but like, you weren't abused. Right? People talk about abuse entirely to, to uh, the world's hard, right? And people who don't know how to share power fight instead of sharing power. So, you know, that's still not abuse. That's just people who don't know how to share power fighting. Anyway, if you appreciate what I'm saying, go ahead and go to www.funkyacademy.com. Kick in $5, $15, or $50 a month, and I'll keep doing what I'm doing. And you should. Oh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm getting over something. I'm on the, the, good, the good end. I'm just a little bit of horse today. It'll be fine. I'm fine. Um, but you have to understand that families do not exist for something, do not merely exist for something outside of the family. They're actually a form of freedom for the participants in the family. Right? And as a form of freedom for the participants in the family, we have a public interest to allow and enable the participants of the family to do their jobs as family members, which means we have to, you know, protect them from assaults against that would undermine their self-determination as a family. And a lot of those assaults come from like marketing. If you market divorce, if you market, I mean, if you, if you decide as a family and your family decides you want like grandchildren along the line, then you have a right to be upset about someone marketing, like, you know, a, a quality of sexuality that's not going to lead to grandchildren down the line, right? Like, that's not an irresponsible concern um, for your family, right? Because we, you know, a lot of these desires, we like to think that marketing doesn't work and desires are all natural. That's a kind of a liberal fiction. But really, a lot of desires are socially constructed. So we have to watch the marketing, especially to our little ones. Um, and that, so if you care about 
the best way to care about the little ones is support the big ones whose job it is to take care of the little ones. And um, yeah, there you go. Thank you for your time. If you appreciate what I'm doing, go ahead and go to www.funkyacademic.com. I'm also trying to do something a little bit different with sound. So that's why I sound a little bit different today. But yeah, I'm a little bit hoarse. I'll be fine. It's better and not getting better and not worse. So I will see you on Monday. Uh, when I, you know, talk a little bit about free game.